Welcome to Shine KC. I'm your host, Tina Johnson, published author, small business entrepreneur, and domestic violence survivor. The way boys and girls start to relate and communicate with each other can start as early as the elementary school playground. When I was in elementary school back in 19 dickety do, I can't tell you how many times I was teased on the playground by boys. I was a little looker and most of the time I was the new girl because we moved around so much. So when I went to the recess aide to tell them about being teased for the way I ran or played or even looked, the recess aide would inevitably respond, he's just being mean and teasing you because he likes you. He thinks you're cute harmless, right? Not so much. The statement seems so harmless. The young boy likes the young girl, thinks she's cute as can be, and but we're setting up a standard and a pattern that has to be addressed. We are saying young girls should be flattered when they're belittled, teased, mocked, and love should be in the same category. And in one's little mind, they put all of those things in the same category together. Let's chat about this a little bit. When you first begin to date someone seriously, you have this new and unfamiliar experience. You start to discover society's rules for dating and relationship behavior. In addition, you're trying to figure out how to impress someone who's really special and how to be yourself in the relationship. Everything is brand new, fun, young. You see all kinds of images of what relationships are supposed to be like. But how do you know which ones are the right ones to follow? It's hard to ignore other people's example of relationships. For example, if your parents don't show respect for each other, it would be hard for you to know how to show respect for a boyfriend or a girlfriend. But you can decide for yourself what sort of relationship you want to have with your friends and your boyfriends or girlfriends you can learn to have a healthy relationship and be loved and treated well by someone you care about. Violence is not the way to do it though. It's through respect. In teen dating violence, one partner tries to maintain power and control, which we'll talk more about later, over the other through abuse. Teen dating violence is influenced by how teenagers look at themselves and others because teenagers are typically inexperienced with relationships, have romantic views of love, and seek independence from their parents. Dating violence often 
remains heading. Statistics show that one in three adolescents in the United States has experienced some type of violence in dating relationships. In order to build better relationships, young adults need to be educated on domestic and dating violence, understand that they have choices, and believe they are valuable people who deserve to be treated with respect. So what about the young abuser? They think they have the right to control their partners in any way necessary. They should demand intimacy. They may lose respect if they are attentive and supportive toward their girlfriend or their guy friend. And the young victim may believe they're responsible for solving problems in the relationship. Their partner's jealousy, possessiveness, and even physical abuse, remember the playground, is romantic. So let's look for some common signs of dating violence. Physical signs of injury, that's a given in dating violence. But what about dropping out of school, failing grades, indecisions, changes in mood or personality above and beyond the normal teenage behavior, use of drugs and alcohol, pregnancy, emotional outbursts that are far beyond the character of the teenager, suicidal thoughts, isolation is just to name a few. Now, I know as well as anyone else know, it's wonderful to be in love. It's exciting, romantic, and fun, and you feel like nothing can go wrong. Sure, like the love songs say, love hurts sometimes. You worry, you wonder if the person you love really loves you, or if he or she is cheating on you, maybe. But knowing that love hurts doesn't mean you should expect to get hurt, to be put down, slapped, embarrassed in front of your friends, pushed, yelled at, forced to have sex, controlled by or afraid of the person you're going out with. Getting hurt like that isn't love. It's dangerous. And we're going to call it what it is. It's violence. It can happen to anyone, even if you're smart or popular or strong or sophisticated, and it doesn't matter who you're seeing. It happens to boys and girls. Folks, it can happen in same-sex relationships. At first, if it happens to you or to a friend, you might not get what's going on. You're thinking, I can handle this. I can make it stop. Or there's no black eye. I didn't get pushed down the stairs. I shouldn't take put down so seriously. Maybe you're thinking, I'm too sensitive. He only gets jealous because he loves me. She only slapped me to show attitude. She won't love me if I don't do everything she wants me to do. Or maybe you do get it. You know things aren't right, but you feel alone. You're ashamed to tell your friends. You're afraid 
the explosions and jealousy will get worse if you tell anyone. You're afraid your parents may make you break up. Maybe you're also afraid of losing your boyfriend or girlfriend. Maybe you think it's worth it to put up with anything just to have someone special in your life. Every relationship has problems and upsets. That's just part of life. That's very normal. But if you see patterns of uncontrolled anger, jealousy, possessiveness, or if there is shoving, slapping, forced sex, or other physical violence, even one time, it's time to find help, my teenage friend. Think about this. Imagine that your best friend is dating someone who thinks and acts that way. Would it seem okay? Would you want them to stop hurting each other? Would you treat your best friend this way? You have the right to be treated with respect and not to be harmed physically or emotionally by another person. Violence and abuse are not acceptable in any relationship. And a quote from the American Psychological Association states, love shouldn't hurt like this. There's a visual tool I will post on my website, shinekc.com, or you can even look it up on the internet, but I'll make sure it's there for your reference. It's called the Teen Dating Power and Control Wheel. The visual tool is targeted toward teens and highlights the main branches of sexual, physical, verbal, and emotional abuse. It focuses on the two roots of domestic violence. Two roots of domestic violence are power and control. To explain how to identify these behaviors, I'll briefly go over the wheel with you. Harassment. Someone follows you frequently, shows up uninvited, makes prank phone calls, spreads rumors about you, tries to contact you after you've ended the relationship. Intimidation. Intimidation tries to scare you by smashing things, yelling, driving recklessly, by using certain looks or gestures threatens to get you in trouble with your family, your friends, or even at school. Violating your privacy by reading your notes um, from other people. They go through your, your purse or your locker, your book bag without any permission. They force unwanted intimacy. You think they're playing around, but they refuse to stop rustling when asked. They threaten harm to you your family, your friends. They threaten suicide if you leave them or don't do what he or she wants. They also threaten to break up with you all the time. This is the start of power and control. They limit independence. They want control over what you wear, how you look. Maybe they pressure you into smoking or drinking. They want to make all the decisions in the relationship. 
There's a thing called using a male privilege, acting like he is the boss and what he says goes, tells you that men make all the decisions, demands you get his permission to go somewhere or do something, humiliation, he calls you names privately or puts you down in front of others, makes fun of your race, religion, your class or your family, inappropriately grabs you. Isolation, he pressures you to choose between him and your friends or family, pressures you to quit your job. I do urge you to tell a trusted adult, believe it can happen. Nearly one in 10 high school students will experience physical violence from someone they're dating. Often, a relationship doesn't start out violent, but the violence starts after two people have known each other for a while. Can an abusive situation turn around as a teen? Yes, most definitely. You do not have to settle for an abusive situation or relationship, and you don't have to continue to behave in abusive ways. Both of you deserve better. People often need help to get out of abusive situations. There are a lot of reasons why breaking free can be hard. From a very early age, we get the idea that having a romantic relationship is the most important thing in the world and worth any sacrifice. Dating someone can be a status symbol, a way of feeling more secure, or a breakaway into a new circle of friends. Some people just don't like to be alone. They may feel that any relationship is better than no relationship. Don't think the violence and abuse will just stop. Violent behavior won't disappear on its own. Being hurt by someone that you care about can make you feel weak, worthless, helpless, and alone. If you are the one getting hurt by a relationship, if a person who claims to love you also threatens you, intimidates you, or injures you, that person has some wrong ideas about what love is and they're not worth your time. If you can't love someone without also feeling afraid of him or her, you're better off getting out of the relationship. I want you to know a fact. Assault is a crime. If you're afraid that someone you're going out with may hurt you badly, or if he or she already has, don't hesitate to call the police. The most important thing you can do as a teenager is take care of yourself. Make sure you're safe. Even if you haven't decided whether you're going to leave this relationship, you can decide to be safe. Take some time to think about ways you can take yourself out of a dangerous situation the next time it would occur. Just because this is your relationship doesn't mean you should try to solve the problem on your own. Asking for help isn't a sign of weakness. It's about getting the support you deserve and making sure your boyfriend or girlfriend gets the message. Abuse is serious and you deserve better. Seeing a friend in a violent relationship, it is painful. 
If you're worried, say something. If you're concerned about your friend's safety, mention it. People who are being hurt in a relationship, often they feel like they can't talk to anyone. They may be ashamed. They may think that it's their own fault. They're in the abusive situation because of something they've done. They may think they deserve it. Let your friend know that you are there and you're willing to listen and you're not going to judge no matter what. If your friend isn't ready to admit the problem, don't give up. By being supportive and letting your friend know someone is willing to listen, you're making it easier to start dealing with the problem. Listen, support, and believe. If a friend asks for your help, take it seriously. Believe what your friend tells you. Not the gossip you might hear in the hallway. Your friend is trusting you with this very personal and painful information. Be a true friend and you don't spread any kind of gossip about it. Give support by making it clear your friend doesn't deserve the abuse in any way. Young person, call in reinforcements. Whether your friend is ready to get out or not, find an adult and go talk to them. Bye-bye for now.